man, listen here. I am fully prepared to pay a $300 electric gas bill this month. It has been unbearably cold between, I would say between December and now, unbearably cold, yo. And y'all know I be going to the gym like mad late. So like I'm out there, I'm out there when like the hawk is out, y'all, you feel me? And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, com- listen, I'm not even going to, when that bill comes in, when that electric bill comes in, I'm just going to go ahead and swipe a card. Man, I don't even care, yo. Like, that heat got to stay on. When I walked in my apartment right now, the heat was on, yo. And mind you, I left to go to Pennsylvania to take my baby to her orthodontist appointment. So I was up there for some hours. And... I came back, and when I came back, the heat was still on. My heat be on eighty, man. I don't give a damn, yo. I don't get. I, I I hate being cold, yo. I hate being cold. Like I despise being cold. Everybody say, yo. Like I know people that be like, yeah, I'd rather be hot than cold. Now hell no, hell no. I'd rather. I mean, I'd rather be cold than hot or whatever. Hell no. I'm not that guy at all. I do not like being cold. And they, people always be like, well, you can always take off, you know, more layers and stuff like that with, uh, you know, with being cold, you can always put on more layers. And no, 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 I'm not complicating my life like that. Um, I'd rather be hot than cold any day. I grew up in a house with no air conditioning. Like my mom, when it used to, when it'd be like 70 degrees outside, when it's when my mom used to see 70 degrees, 75 degrees on um you know, on the on the weather layout for the week, you know what my mom used to do? She would go to Family Dollar. She would go get those Lasco box fans. Lasco, L-A-S-K-O. Um, they were like box fans. And, you know, if she was splurging or if she had a couple more dollars, she would she would get us the window joints, the window, you know, the double, the double, the double window fan that you could put in your window. And, you know, you would have to wait till the sun go down for and turn that joint on for it to get cool inside your room somewhat cool inside your room but the downside would be you would have to like clean those you would have to clean that joint like because it would just be sucking in all that like all the dust and stuff from outside it would be sucking all that in um so you would have to clean them you have to literally take that fan apart and like clean it like in your tub um probably like at least once or twice a month um that was the only downside. And of course, like when it's been sitting in that window all summer long, like you ain't cleaning shit. So you just be like, whatever, man. Like and you basically just throw it away or it ends up getting broken. Then you just repeat the process again with the following summer. But yeah, I'm not a cold. I'm not a cold guy at all. I do not like being cold, yo. I I hate it. I hate it. I'd rather pay a three, four hundred dollar electric bill than to be, you know, than to be a little more, more frugal. I know I need to come up out of that, especially with me trying to get, you know, trying to be a home, uh, um, a homeowner. I need to come up out of that because um, I, I'm going to have to be more conscious of that, of what my electric bills look like trying to heat up a whole entire house. You feel me? As opposed to a one bedroom apartment in, in East Baltimore. But um, but yeah, man. Um, and another thing, man. I don't know why my neighbors are so stingy 
with the parking. Like, it's like everybody here don't pull in tight enough. Um, They don't pull in tight enough with their car. And it'd be like these weird gaps in between the cars where if like they pulled in tight enough to the other car, you know, it will create enough space for another car to get into a vacant spot out there. But for some reason, people just like they just throw their car up in there and like it's like they purposely don't want nobody parking behind them or in front of them. So they just like throw their car in the middle of a gap instead of pulling in tight and having everything nice and flush and opening up more spots for other people. But for some reason, it just don't work like that here, man. I'd be just riding down my street in total disgust because I'd be like, yo, I could have got there. 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 And it's just like, and I always, and then you got people like me, like I'm always the guy that pulls in tight on another car. You know what I mean? Like I ain't all up on the ass, all up on a bumper, but I pull in tight enough to make it look decent. And if just in case somebody wants to get behind my car, you know, I did my part. It's like people don't want to do their part no more, man. It's weird, but whatever, yo. Did I even introduce myself? I'm sorry. This is the Tired of Talking podcast. We like five minutes in and I ain't even introduced I ain't even introduced the podcast at all. But this is the Title Talking Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan. And um I can be reached at Tired of Talking Pod at gmail.com. Drop all your questions, concerns, uh critiques, whatever it is that you wanna drop up in there. Um you got the you got the email, Tired of Talking Pod. Tired of talking pod at gmail.com email address. So, yeah. Um, and this episode is actually. This episode is actually from um, another email that I was reading. Um, a guy by the name of Larry. Shout out to you, Larry. I don't know you personally, but you did put in the email that, you know, me through Stefan, who I know very well. So, like, um, shout out to you, Larry. Shout out to my boy, Steph. Um, Steph, I didn't even know you was listening to the podcast, bro, man. It's dope. <laughs> That's dope. So, um, yeah, shout out to both of y'all. But, um, Larry wanted to know is, um, do I believe in monogamy? That's what he just, you, you know, I'm paraphrasing what the actual email was and, I'm going to just try to dip and dabble into some parts. It was a very, it was kind of a lengthy email, but um, I did read the entire thing. Um, And the short answer is yes, Larry. Yes, I do believe in monogamy. I do. I think I've said that before. Um, I think I've said that before here on this podcast. Y'all got to pardon me, man. My, My energy level is probably a little lower because I'm literally just walking in the house from being, from taking my daughter to her orthodontics appointment. So... I'm recording late. Um, I got to be at work tomorrow. So my energy isn't completely depleted, but it's low. But anyway, Larry, short answer is yes. Yes, I do believe in monogamy. And here's why. I don't think we were ever put here since we were put here to procreate. I don't think we were ever put here to actually be by ourselves, you know, and I'm and I get it. People who are non-monogamous can Uh, You know, they will argue that if you're always if you always have different partners, how are you ever by yourself? But what I'm saying is long term. If you aren't 
if you don't have that one person that you're dealing with that's going to take care of you or vice versa, you taking care of them in their elder years, but you was just one of these non-monogamous people that was just kind of like jumping around and just had a bunch of friends and a bunch of people who really didn't, who really didn't, pro- you know, who probably didn't care about you and was just using you for whatever it is that you, you know, you deemed, whether it be money, sex, whatever, you know, um, I don't think that God put us here to li- to just live here by ourselves. I know we're here to procreate and, you know, make, um, populate this earth, but I know that's not all that we are here for as human beings, you know, and I just, I just don't believe that that would, I I just don't believe in that being a thing, you know, um, being non-monogamous and being non-monogamous for the duration of your life. I don't think that that's, I feel like you go, I feel like being non-monogamous is like a phase that you go through early on. Um, and when you're not really trying to be tied down, but you still want consistent sex and you definitely want consistent companionship. Um, I believe that like there was a, there's a phase that people go through in, in their early adulthood where they can be that they can be, you know, um, non-monogamous and just kind of jump around and just keeping it real with whoever you're dealing with and making, you know, tracking your, uh, Tracking your, um, how do I say this? Just, um, you know, you keeping it real and you just tracking your partners and you're doing everything that you actually want to do with no real, um, with no real, like, you know, consequence, so, and I believe that happens early in your early, like, it's crazy when people go through that in like their late thirties and stuff like that, their mid to late thirties or even early forties, they go through that if, cause they never got to experience that for whatever reason, you know, they could be dealing with someone, um, they could be done. They could have been one of them people that like got with their girlfriend at like 18 and just stay with them till like they was like 25 or 30 or whatever. They could be one of those types of people or somebody who comes from like a really, really strict religious background who, you know, and they didn't get a chance to actually experience these things. It could be a whole multitude of things. But um, those are just some things that just kind of jumped out at me. But um. Yeah, Larry, I do, I definitely believe in monogamy. I think that it's possible, you know, with the right with the right two people coming together. Um, I think it's highly possible to keep it a buck with you, man. So yes, um, and like I said, I I think I feel like I've been on both sides. I've been on the monog I've been on the monogamous side, and I've been on the non-monogamous side. Like and the one that was the most the one that was the most productive for me was the um monogamous side you know what i mean the one i seen the most out of and the mo- the the mo- the the most pros to was the monogamous one i mean you only got one person's birthday you got to worry about outside of yours and you know and some in and some immediate family members but um you only got one thing other thing to worry about whereas like of course, this, you know, 
I don't know. I don't, you know, I ain't even going to get into it. Um, Larry, thank you, though. Thank you for the topic. But yes, um, and I noticed I know inside the email you put in there that you don't really you're like on the fence about it because you've had just as many bad relationships as, as you had good ones. But to me, you're rolling the dice with anybody that you're that you're trying to get to know because you're the things that annoy the things that will annoy you about this person in the honeymoon stage. You might overlook those things, um, which might later on come to bite you in your ass when that person is looking to be taken more seriously, you know? So, um, I just, being monogamous is a hard, it's, it's a hard task anyway. It's a hard task anyway, man. Um, and I, you know what, you know what? I take that back. I don't think it's a hard task. I think it's a hard task when it's one-sided. I think it's a hard task when it's one-sided, Larry. Um, if you're monogamous, but your partner isn't, it's going to be, it, it could be hard. It could be hard. But, you know, if you're dragging the mirror and looking at yourself, are you looking, if you're, if you know for a fact that you're a monogamous, you know, uh, type of person that your partner shouldn't even be your partner if they're not on the same boat, if they're not on the same type time that you're on. Right. Um, and you got to ask yourself if, if it's even worth, you know, um, trying to see if that person is going to grow into that. If you're going to wait around for that, which you probably aren't, you know, and probably it probably it would behoove you to not wait around, you know, um, end up getting used and abused and getting tossed away or like getting your feelings hurt to the point where like you just, you move over, you just completely jump ship on you on your monogamous side and you over on the non-monogamous side. And that's where you're, you, you're feeling that comfort with because it's like the first time that you've been tipsy, you know, drink on drinking something like it's a totally different vibe to a, a different feel. So I don't know, man, I'm probably gonna keep this one super short. Cause like I said, I got to catch up on some sleep. Um, but Larry, thank you for your, thank you for the email. I hope I answered your question. Um, I hope I answered your question in some capacity, in some capacity, because, um, I feel like I have, I feel like I have, I feel like I have, but I hope I did. But again, you know, hit me in the email, hit me in the email. If you feel like I should went a little deeper on that. Um, and in the meantime, you know, we about to. We finally come into another weekend. It seemed like I just got done recording the Sunday podcast or the Monday podcast. And here we are. I'm recording the Friday podcast. So it's super weird that like time is just a con- a construct at this point. Like it's just it's just there. It's just there. It's not even there to keep you in line or keep you on your toes about anything. Um, it's just there at this point, you know, so. I don't know. Let's go on to this weekend. I hope y'all have a relaxed weekend um, or productive weekend, depending on what uh, what it is that you plan on doing this weekend. But yeah, whatever it is, just turn turn the volume all the way up on it. Turn it up to 25 on that. 
you know, um, and do something good for someone you don't know. <laughs> Fuck it, right? Like, just do something good. Give them $2. Give them those eight quarters that you got in your in your, your armrest on, you know, in your in your car, <laughs> your middle console and your ashtray or something like that. Just give them the two dollars. It's just money. Whatever. Give it to them. It, it always boomerangs back around. That's the way I look at it. Just give it to them. It probably mean more to him than it would to you anyway. You'll just be riding around with the eight quarters. Whereas that man, he might take that and, you know, put that with the rest of the, the, the other stack that he done made today. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, y'all, this is the Tired of Talking podcast. I'm your host, Jordan. And I will see you on the other side. Peace.